Hello, uh, Luke here, just with a little quick intro before we go into the podcast. Uh, it's the next day, it's Tuesday, the 30th of June, 2020. Um, so this is a little intro, visually and orderly, because today Cineworld have announced they're no longer opening on their original date. They are now opening um, on July the 31st. Um, it was one of our big news stories, which is why I'm mentioning it now, because we mentioned their original date quite a lot, and then say, why are they opening? Um, so obviously they were listening to the show last night and then decided overnight that actually it was best to delay it. Makes sense. Um, so anyway, that's the news. Um, Cine World now opening on July the 31st. It's mainly because there's nothing out. So it seems a bit silly. Um, if you want to find all the latest news about Cineworld, cineworld.co.uk. Nothing about Empire yet. But of course, keep an eye on the Monday Movies Facebook page for all of the details. Facebook.com forward slash Wixo Monday Movies. That's the one. So Cineworld not opening now until July the 31st obviously was listening as i said um that's basically it for this intro of the intro and now the actual intro love music love talk love wickham sound monday movies on wickham sound 106.6 fm hello and welcome to the monday (laughs) movies podcast (laughs) yeah that's how i feel that's um, a weird noise. So if you're, if you're watching this, um, apologies for it not Don't. being live on Monday, but hey, you got it now. Technical issues all yeah. over the wood, Yazoo. I mean, and it still could happen, so you know. Yeah, it probably will. Probably will, yeah. Let's get through this before okay. things turn to drive time. Dust. Um, How rude. Uh, what, Duncan? What, Duncan? This what, Duncan. <laughs> Duncan, what? What, Toby? That Hello? Toby. What's coming up on the show? Um, what we've been watching, uh, lots of stuff, documentaries on Netflix, and we've all watched the Eurovision Song Contest, The Story of Fire Saga. Oh, oh, oh. And we will have news of the safety precautions being put in place by Empire and Cineworld when they plan to reopen on July the 10th. Ooh. Yes, July the, the 10th. 10th. Which is probably when you're watching this. Or listening to it. Or yes. listening to it, yes. And at the end of the podcast, podcast extras, we'll talk about um, release dates. Yes, and... Because things have moved again. And um, I have something to talk about that I've been new that I've been watching. And I believe, Duncan, there's a photo you want to talk about as well. Don't say what it is, though. Okay. Good. That's good. I don't remember. Yes. What photo? There's, there's a, a photo. photo. There's a photo, yeah. Okay, good. Good, lovely. Great. Toby. Great. Perfect. Kick let's, us let's, kick us off. Let's um kick let's us start off the show. Uh, a very good evening. This is Duncan Strip on Wickham Sound with uh, Luke Davis and Toby Stubbs for another edition of Monday Movies, an hour of film, chat and humor. That's how I'm going to class it anyway okay. uh from your friends at the socially distant wickham sound good no. evening gentlemen how good are you evening fine good thank evening. you how are things now that lockdown has basically ended well technically got worse well yes mm. but you know we can go anywhere and do anything now that's true who needs the internet you don't need it now don't you know i was down on bournemouth beach <laughs> were you doing my business in a takeaway container and just <laughs> leaving it there yeah why why not oh, lovely, why not lovely please don't do that <laughs> <laughs> Toby, are you good? Yeah, I'm good. Yes. I'm good. Yeah, I'm great. Yeah. Well, I'm Toby, yeah. and I'm great. Toby's been GoProing and drumming with a camera on his head. Haven't you, Toby? Yes, yeah, I have. I uh, 
Don't sound it. Yeah, that's going to be fun. People, take, no, take, take ownership of it. Come on, yeah. don't be embarrassed. I have done it and I loved it. Thank good. you. That's good. That can be clipped. Good bit of drumming. Yeah. Thank you. If you would like to see it, it's at Toby Stubbs on Instagram. Yeah. On Instagram. Or if you're watching this later in the week, here. There you go. It's there. Look, yeah. It's just there. Thank you. Anyway, welcome to Monday Movies. Uh, on the show this week, uh, we'll tell you what's uh, coming out uh, on digital and physical release in the next seven days. We'll also have what we've been watching, which will include the Eurovision Song Contest, the story of Fire Saga, Disclosure, Athlete A, Perry Mason, amongst other things. Uh, but we will start off with some film news. Ooh, film news. Ooh, film news, yes. There we go. Uh, so the news is that cinemas are reopening as of next week. Ooh. Um, so we thought we'd <laughs> tell you... the end of it. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> That's, it. <laughs> That's it. And moving on to the next... No. <clears throat> so we thought we would tell you what safety measures are being put in place by the two cinemas that are local to us. That is Cineworld, obviously, in the Eden Centre, and uh, Empire Cinemas up on the Handy Cross Roundabout. Um, Cineworld, which is your preference? Mine's Cineworld. Uh, Cineworld is closer. I don't think okay. I have a preference, but... No. I, I, no. I'm more of an empire. Are you? Wow. Well, well, okay. yeah. Better seating in Empire, I must admit. Mm-hmm. More mm. comfy, mm. yeah. Mm. Anyway, uh, Cineworld are going to open their doors on July the 10th. Okay. So I, is that next week? That's next. That is uh, next. Uh, yeah, next Saturday. Saturday, yes. Yeah, a week no, on Friday. Saturday. Friday, next Friday. A week, week on Friday. Friday. Yeah, Friday, week on Friday, yes. Yeah. They say on their website they're excited to announce that we're planning to reopen. So it doesn't say we're reopening. Well, anything could happen in a week and a bit. Yes, <laughs> we're planning to reopen Cineworld Cinemas across England on the 10th of July. Uh, the subject, the, the opening date is subject to final clarifications and confirmations in regard to UK government restrictions with dates to follow for our cinemas in Scotland, Wales and Ireland because obviously they're under a different um, rules and regulations. So, Cineworld are putting a few things in place. Would you like to know what? Well, yeah, that would probably be a good idea, yeah. Okay. Uh, social distancing measures will be implemented across all areas within the cinema. Doesn't say how they're going to do it, but obviously right. it's the, the one metre plus. plus. Yeah. <clears throat> Although in the cinema it wouldn't be, would it? It would be two metres. <clears throat> yeah. If you've, been watch- it- if you've been watching the, the football, which I'm sure you have, um, Duncan... Oh. Haven't missed a match. No, um, they've been doing so. So it's been like um, uh, one seat t- with a tick on it, and then seat with X's, and then they've got another one. So I'm guessing they'll do something like that. Okay. Um, hand washing. All employee and customer toilets will be stocked with antibacterial hand soap. I mean, I'm hoping they, <laughs> they already were, yeah. to be honest, and this yeah. isn't just something they're putting in place because of this. Uh, stringent hand washing guidelines will be trained out to all employees. So obviously they have employees Again, who don't know how to wash I'd, their hands, which is a worry. I'd hope they already have that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially the ones that make the popcorn. Mm. I'm hoping hoping they've known how to I, wash their I hands. I reckon they'll be... Um, because I know that they've, they've announced that Pick and Mix isn't coming back. For, well, for no, the moment. no, 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 no. But popcorn, I reckon they'll be wearing gloves when they're doing the popcorn. <laughs> yes, it'd be more like Pick and Mix and Yes, really. exactly. Nicely done. Uh, but the hand-washing uh, training is going out to supplement their current personal hygiene policy. So obviously hand-washing wasn't part of that. Again, slightly worried slightly concerning, about isn't it? that. Yeah. Uh, hand sanitizer stations will be provided in all cinemas for customers and employees. So as you're wandering around, there will be 
hand sanitization. If that's a word. I like the word, though. Mm. Uh, our already high cleaning standards will be enhanced by a cleaning program designed to clean and sanitize the high touch points within the cinema. Again, why these weren't being no. cleaned before, I do not know. No. But there we go. Everything will be cleaned. But obviously, they say the high touch areas will be cleaned. What class is the high touch area? Well, the door handles. Right, okay. But if they clean the door handle, say they clean the door handle every 10 minutes. Yes. That's fine, but 20 people could touch that door handle within that that 10-minute space. So Do you touch? Okay, yeah, I see what you mean. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. So if they clean it, somebody goes in and you're behind them, you're touching it after somebody. Just use use your back to open and close it. Yes, elbows and backs. Then you still want to lock it, so... Lock it. Like if you're going into like a cubicle, is what I mean. Oh, so yeah, I was going to say, what kind of cinema do you go to? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I meant more from like cubicles. I suggest if you need if you need toilet facilities, go before you yeah. go before you go. Do you think they'll shut the I doors? Mean. Maybe because I would imagine. Sorry, what doors? No, in, for the main cinemas. <laughs> I don't mean cubicles. You mean lock them? No, no, close them because you know they close the door in and out of the cinema. Yes, I think they have to because the noise. I wonder. If, light. I wonder if they're electronically done. No. So I want for fire standing. They fire um, standards. You can get ones that are uh, that close if the fire alarms go off. Right. So they they just automatically un un. Okay. So I wonder if they've got that and they can manually open and close them, like when a cinema when it's like screening starts. And the benefit of that would be so that no one's having to close them. They're, so they're open while people are going in and out to get this like, yes. before it starts. Right. Then okay. they automatically close when it. Um, I see. But then they still have people touching them as they go out to go to the loo and yeah. get more. But then that's lowering the risk, is what I'm saying. Yes, it is. Yeah. You should be on their board of directors. <laughs> it really should be. <laughs> um, e ticketing, ticketes, ticketing, ticketes. Oh, that's easy to say. Ticketing, ticketes. Uh, tickets will be available to book in advance or on their website via the Cineworld app, uh, available on Android and iOS. Confirmation emails can be used as tickets, and e tickets are available on the app. It doesn't actually say whether you can pay cash for no. a ticket. Uh, it doesn't actually say whether you can buy tickets in the cinema. I was going to say, because they've got the touchscreens, but that's another thing that you're going to have to clean up. They yes, might as well just would... go, everyone use their app. Yeah, but if you haven't got an app... Mm. So, interesting. Um, they've updated their seating maps. Their booking system has been updated to allow you to sit your friends and family in our cinema screens while ensuring a safe distance between customers from separate groups. This will be. This will vary on the capacity and layout of each screen. Someone's got so, a headache when they work that out. I know. So I'm guess, I don't know because I haven't been up. There's nothing to book on Cineworld's website. I, I did go to check. Well, I don't know if that means they're just blacking out certain amounts of seats. I was going to say because and then, leaving some fours and some twos. But then are they saying like if you're going with friends, you you still at the minute on the 29th of June, you still have to be two meters away or a meter away from them by the time the cinemas open. So are they saying that you can book? An, an area of the cinema so you have one friend that's on row f seat 26 but then your other friend that you're with is on seat is in row g seat 20 or i something. honestly don't know right but as soon as they've got a, a one open to um book i'll take Tell a me. look yeah <clears throat> they're staggering the film times the film start and end times will be staggered to reduce customers cross crossing paths with other customers going in or out of other screens and the build-up of crowds in the foyer, additional cleaning time will be added between films. Again, someone's got to sit down with a spreadsheet and work out how long the film is, the yeah. start time, the end time, who's going in for the next one. So, yeah, that's quite a job. Mm. For each individual cinema, it's going to be different yeah, as that's well. Gonna be, um, it's going to be... 
it's going to be interesting. It will be very interesting. Uh, They're going to have plastic screens at their concession areas where safe distancing cannot be maintained. So that's kind of the same as it is in every other shop at the moment. Uh, Their tills will be accepting contactless card payments up to the value of £45. uh, And Apple Pay, Google Pay, mobile payments have got no limit in the cinemas. Interesting. I'm surprised they haven't done that with contact, though, because if you think... Four adults, I mean, I'm sure they wouldn't all be paying on the same one, but if you, for some reason, had four adults, um, you know, that's £40 if they're all to £10, and then buying food and drink mm. as well. So money management is going to be needed. <coughs> it is, yes. Or maybe they're not going to have so many things to buy. Maybe, maybe. they won't have so so they maybe they won't have popcorn. Or ice cream seems a bit, you know, because you're going to have to scoop it out again. Yes, Yes, I think it'll just be stuff in packets. I would imagine so. You can get packet popcorn. Because obviously I... Yes, I mean, they'll yeah. be selling stuff in packets. Like <clears throat> ice cream is open to the elements, so yeah. if someone coughs over it... Yeah. I think we might be having slight technical I issues with somebody. So going. bear with us. <laughs> bear with us. Um, training and PPE. All employees... Uh, will receive specific COVID-19 training and PPE will be provided to employees where the risk assessment has deemed it necessary in line with government requirements, which is, which is very non-specific as to where in the cinema extra PPE is going to be needed. Yeah, because they're not... Do you think? I think so, because at the minute it's not mandatory to wear a mask, is it, in a cinema? No, we'll come to that in oh, just a second. Sorry. That's all right. That's fine. Uh, but that's Cineworld's rather the um, guides. And we did contact them to see if somebody could come on and talk uh, about their, their reopening. And they haven't got back to us yet. But we may have somebody to speak to next week. Nice. So okay. That'll be the, the week of nice. opening. <clears throat> Empire Cinemas say the social distancing measures will be in place throughout the cinema. Please keep your distance and respect others. Uh, online booking and ordering. They're asking that where possible, tickets are booked online. So it's the same as Cineworld. They encourage either the confirmation email or e-tickets to be used to help maintain social distancing on entry. And a selection of retail items are also available to purchase online for collection in cinema. So that's um, something new because you couldn't buy your food and drink online before. No, that's true. So now you're sort of pre-booking your food and drink and collecting it online. Uh, cashless payments only so they're not accepting cash payments I'm at all i'm surprised cineworld are are still going down the you can pay with cash i know um where possible please use cashless payment method we accept contactless car payments again up to the value of 45 pounds interestingly they're not saying that iphone and right, um, okay. google pay is more right. so that's quite interesting Additional cleaning practices have been put in place across the cinema. Hand sanitizer stations will be available for both customers and staff throughout the cinema. Um, Their teams will be monitoring capacities. There may be times when customers are asked to wait outside. We appreciate your understanding. Unless Um, it's not raining up at Empire then. Yes, because you'll be standing (laughs) in the rain. Um, Staggered show times, again, the same as Cineworld, will allow more time between screenings to reduce the build-up of crowds and to allow enhanced cleaning in the auditoria between shows. They're going to have socially distanced seating. Their booking system has been updated to ensure social distancing is in place whilst at the same time allowing you to sit within your bubble. Bubble. How many people in your bubble, Luke? In my... Uh, four. Yeah. Five. Four. Four, four and me. Okay. Toby? In Are you in a bubble? In a bubble? Yes. He's with, who, how many people are in your house? Yeah. In my house? Yeah. Five. Five, there you go. 
But but do you not have another bubble? I do. Well, yeah, it's like three. Okay. okay. Do you have a bubble? <clears throat> I do. There's one other person in my yeah. other bubble. Pour him. Her. How dare you? Oh, God. <laughs> um, where were we? Protective screens and PPE will be in use. You will notice the addition of the plastic screens, but I think we're all used to those now because every store seems to have plastic screens. Yeah. And PPE will be in use where social distancing is unable to be maintained. I still don't understand where this social distancing will be unable to be maintained in a cinema. What do you mean? Because... Well, because there's nowhere where you wouldn't be able to socially distance. So why is there suddenly PPE needed for the times when you cannot socially distance? I, I suppose it's different layouts of other cinemas. Maybe they haven't got mm. as big a, a reception area, foyer. So, they, mm. you know, they, you haven't got the bigger, bigger area. And we're, we're fairly lucky that, you know, Cineworld is, has not only got its little bit, but the bit that used to be by Frankie and Benny's that's moved. Yes. I don't think the bowling's opened yet, so there's not going to be anyone up there. So there's quite a large <coughs> area at Cineworld. At Empire, again, they've got quite a large outside area because um, Frankie Benny's isn't open, so there's not going to be people going in and out there. And then the foyer there is quite big, but I would imagine at other maybe older cinemas, they're, you know, they're going to have smaller areas that you might not be able to do, stand two metres away from. Possibly. Thank you. Well done. Thank you yes. very much. Uh, and finally, our employees will receive specific COVID-19 training and the use of PPE equipment as identified in our risk assessments and in accordance with published government guidelines. So that's what's happening <coughs> Excuse me, uh, in Empire and Cineworld when they open um, on the 10th of July. Okay, so, and again, and anything could change by then. It could all change. It by could then. all change. They yeah. might not be opening by no. then. You know, look what's happening in Leicester. Leicester yeah. yeah, where it's all going a little bit Pete Tong up yeah. there. Um, we'll at the end of the show we'll talk about what you can actually watch because even though they're going to be opening what on you July, you can watch. Yeah, even <laughs> though you um, can go to the cinema on July the tenth, yeah. there may yeah. not be anything new until August. Hey. So the question, I suppose, is are you going to risk your health to go and watch something that you could watch at home? But then that sounds silly. If So is there nothing now until August? Good. Hello? I didn't hear any of that. Oh, that's good. So is there nothing now until August? We'll come to that at the end. Okay, well, I have a question then. The teasing. The, oh, so, like, yeah. what's the point in opening? Um, possibly the point in opening is Other they've been given money. these 400... They've been given these 450 films, a yeah. library of films... And this way, they can at least get the cinema, the cinemas up and running without huge crowds, and tr so they can see if it works and how it works but and then, try and manage okay, it. Okay, yeah, I, I get that point. But but you wouldn't you wouldn't want them opening of the weekend no, of Bond, no, no, and then well, no, exactly, no. thousands of people descending on your cinema. So I think it's kind of a trial run. But do you think they're going to have? I mean, are you going to go and see any of these four hundred films as a no, diehard cinema not. fan? Absolutely not. So no. do you think a lot but of people... But you see, what, what, you, what we're forgetting is they've, they've said they're going to open on July the 10th. That's because they were under the impression that Tenet was going to open on yeah. July the 17th. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. But more news on that later. Okay. Sorry, I didn't want to rain on your uh, parade, but I just thought, well, what was That's the all right, but you are. Yeah, You're that's what I like to all do. over it. Um, but talking of Cineworld, um, Cineworld staff um, have launched an online petition urging their bosses to make face coverings mandatory. Because the one thing you'll know that was missing from both of that mm. is no mention of face masks for customers. Yeah. And apparently they, they're not even encouraging people to wear face masks when going to the cinema, which seems a little bit odd. Uh, the petition, which is by the Cineworld Action Group, 
represents uh, employees of the company, criticises management for a lack of clarity ahead of scheduled reopening. The group points to an interview that Cineworld CEO gave to The Hollywood Reporter, indicating that while staff would have daily temperature checks and be required to wear face coverings, customers would not. Again, in America, in, you're having temperature checks as you enter a cinema. Here... I mean, you're having temperature checks everywhere in America, though, because most of the theme parks have opened, except for Disney. So Mm. at Universal and Sea Life, you're getting temperature checks as you go in and out. Yeah. And you're having to wear wear masks everywhere. I mean, and, you know, theme parks aren't enclosed. They're outside, but you're still having to wear (coughs) face masks Mm. because if someone does that. Um, So it's interesting that there's there's none of that over here. No, nothing. Uh, and the, the interview in um, the Hollywood Report was the first time that the staff heard of the revised working practices, which is proposing that customers, uh, their proposal is customers are required to wear a mask face covering to enter, enter City World sites and should at least have to wear them in high traffic areas where the most contact is likely to recur, uh, occur. These restrictions can be eased in the auditorium where social distancing can be maintained throughout the duration of the film. But yeah, if you're a member of staff at uh, a cinema, I mean, it's no great hardship to ask people to wear a mask, no. is it? No, no, really? no. It's, it's weird, though. It's, it's like, I don't know. I'm you know, not trying to get political or anything. But it's weird over here that there's like some sort of weird thing where people don't want to wear masks. Whereas in America, you know, from what I've seen, you know, in the theme parks, everyone is wearing one. And even if they, you know, they have a momentary blip and they forget to, they're, you know, someone's saying, oh, can you put your mask back on? And they're putting it back on. But here... Some of them are. There's a few Karens out there. I, that, um, there is, yeah. I, definitely I, not. I know it's not everyone. But, like, <laughs> even in, in shops, you know, over here, you're, you don't have to wear a mask. It's not mandatory. But no. if you get on a public transport, it is. Yeah. And, of course, the worrying <laughs> thing is all these people wearing masks in America, and yet their cases are going through the roof. Yeah, so well, that's yeah. a worry. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, we'll talk about what uh, you can actually watch when the cinemas open uh, at the end of the show. This is Wickham Sound. Welcome back to Monday Movies here on Wickham Sound. Why are we, why are we laughing? It's just like Hugh again? Duncan. Oh, it's uh, yeah. We've got technical issues. It's fine. Don't it's worry. Always on a Monday. Don't know what it's always. always on a Monday. Always, always Monday. Monday. Uh, welcome back. Hi. Welcome back to a technically deficient <laughs> Monday movies. Uh, now it's time for what we've been watching. That weirdly worked. Perfectly. Excellent stuff. <laughs> that worked perfectly. Yes. Let's start with something that we have all watched Ooh. for a change, shall we? Yes. And that will be the Eurovision Song Contest, The Story of Fire Saga. Um, Who was that? That was in the song, isn't it? That's in the song, yeah. Oh, no, I mean, who was doing that? Me. Oh, Luke. Oh, it's you. The musical. All right. (laughs) I'll just read the. (laughs) <laughs> the plot synopsis from IMDb, uh, when insp- insp- aspiring musicians Lars and Sigrid are given the opportunity to represent their country at the world's biggest song competition, they finally have a chance to prove that any dream worth living is a dream worth fighting for. Yeah. So this is uh, ri- co-written and um, produced by Will Ferrell, stars Rachel McAdams, Will Ferrell and Dan Stevens. Uh, it's a Netflix exclusive, so it's on Netflix now. Luke, no, let's go for Toby. Oh, oh, Toby, we're all over oh the, no, the Eurovision I song. You would actually go first. Hello. No, no, go on, off you go, Toby. Well, um, it's funny. I didn't uh, after I after I watched it. I didn't think Rachel McAdams would 
be in this role. I don't know why. I think it's very different to everything she's she's been in. But the story starts with uh, they're they're both in Iceland and their dream is to win Eurovision. Well, mainly Will Ferrell's, but um, but yeah. Long story short, they you know they do they get into the finals, but it doesn't go to plan. But anyway, long story short, I thought the um, I thought some of the songs were you know some of the voices and some of the songs were amazing. I thought the the shots of Iceland and um, in Edinburgh as well were amazing but um, <laughs> there you go there's, uh, there's Iceland for you but um, overall it did, it did make me laugh but I didn't love it I have got a very easy way to sum up this film okay go it's Eurovision go yeah it's Eurovision yeah. Yeah, it's oh, your. Okay. It's it's basically a it's a film of the music. But what it is, it's a film of the music contest, mm. and mm. it's everything you you get with Eurovision. Um, mm. I agree. I think there are some very funny bits in it. I think there are bits that just complete. And I think it's mainly because I've done three years of you know criticizing films. Um, oh. Changed it. Didn't say film and TV. Uh, there are <laughs> there were moments of it where it just completely took me out of the film. Um, like the bit where they all start singing together. Because mm, that's that was my favourite bit. That is such a Eurovision, like something mm. they would do in the contest, but it wasn't during the contest. It was out, and it just it was just like yeah. Um, mm. That was my favourite bit. Was it? Well, you're yes, off. absolutely um, my favourite. And then I don't want to, I don't want to ruin what happens, but there is a there's a death in the film, mm. and I I don't know if I like that or not yet. I don't know if I find that funny there's or. A, there, there's weird. a lot of deaths in the film. There is, but there's one that is a bit weird. Where the okay. myth- mythical creatures help. Oh yes, and yes, I, yes, yes, I don't yes, know yes. if I like that or not. I didn't know if, mm. it, yeah. Mm. I thought okay. I thought though it was you know if it got into the cinemas it would have done terribly, um, yes. but I think being on Netflix everyone needs something a little bit positive in their life right now. I think yeah it's mm. a it's a, it's a good film. We we know it wasn't going to be like something that was going for an Oscar or anything, but mm. you know it was a good film. And now to tell me that I'm completely wrong, Duncan Strip. I laughed a few times. I've got I've got many issues with it. But considering it was made by people who were supposedly big fans of the song contest, mm. I thought they got so many little things wrong that took me out of it. So, for example, they make a point of saying the UK can't win because mm-hmm. everybody hates the UK, which is true. We can't yeah. win. So why is it being held in the UK? Have the answer to that. If but you... it's not in the film. No, but if you're a fan it's of... Not ex- if you're a fan of Eurovision, then you know why. Because any... So if, say, for example, I don't, Iceland... If you notice, it's hosted in Edinburgh, but the hosts yeah. aren't English. Yes. So, for example, if a country wins, but they yes. don't want to host it, another right. country can... So, for example, if Australia won... Has that ever happened? Yes, it has. We hosted it. England hosted it for somebody. Did we? We did, yeah. I'll leave you to Google that. Thank anyway, you. I thought that. I thought. I thought that was... And I I, ke- I checked with Wickham Sound's Eurovision expert on that as well. Okay, well I didn't I didn't buy that right. for a second. It didn't ring true for me. I thought the lead characters, for some reason, by the end they were okay. For the first hour, they seemed either to supposed to be a bit simple. Yeah. Twelve years old when in fact they're forty something. Yeah. Or it was implying that all Icelandic people. Are stupid, and I thought I didn't. But then the, the other characters. Hour, I was thinking, why are you talking like that? But then the other characters didn't come. It was just them two that came across yes, like that. None and of I the thought, other ones did. I thought mm. it's either it's either insulting to Icelanders, 
Mm. It's insulting to people with learning difficulties or it's just bad acting. Yeah. I couldn't work out mm. which because at the end they weren't talking like that at all. So that took me out of it. Um, I thought Pierce Brosnan was completely, why he well, was pointless, in it, that goodness role, only yeah. knows, completely pointless and he was pretty terrible. Yeah. Um, the other things, um, Graham Norton talking over the songs, I thought, it, no, if you are a fan of Eurovision, which they say they are, the person commentating doesn't talk over the songs. No. They're allowed to talk up to the start and when they finish they don't talk but over the actual But saying songs. that, having Graham Norton it was a highlight. <sighs> okay. Um... <laughs> Having people sitting around in a bar all watching the Eurovision Song Contest, I thought, not since the 1960s, no. probably. That wouldn't happen. But then if... I, if I No, saying that, though, I reckon that if... Because if you look at things like The X Factor and The Voice... No, I can tell you, the last time we won it... Yeah. ...which was 1990-something... I mean, you didn't let me finish. People were not in bars watching No, 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 that, I didn't mean that. But I mean, if, for example, if Toby entered... Yes. Like, and he was in a small town in Iceland. People going to... It wasn't like the whole of Iceland. It was just that town well, you we were going to support. No, okay, you say that, but I'm going to pick up, pick up on that okay. because when he flies back to Scotland, Scotland at the end that. and he comes out of the airport and there's no one to be seen, no, and the taxi driver says, oh, no, of course there's nobody out. It's Eurovision night. I'm like, well, that hasn't happened since 1956. <laughs> yeah, okay. Surely people haven't stayed at home to watch Eurovision. As, as I was saying that, I went, oh, I'm an idiot because I know what he's going to say. Yes. So I thought there were a few laughs in it. Again, we said this last week about Netflix films. It's over two hours long. I mean, that's a 90-minute film, yeah. if ever there was one. It shouldn't yeah. be over two hours long. Uh, yeah. So I just thought it was a waste opportunity. Although, what, um, what's his name? No. Dan Stevens, I thought, was very funny. Yes. Mm. Very I, funny indeed. I feel like Will Ferrell is someone that just plays the same character. In, he just plays Will Ferrell with a different He just plays accent. Will Ferrell, yeah. yeah. Yes, mm. and he can be quite annoying. And he, was, yeah. he wasn't as annoying as he sometimes is. No. <laughs> but, yeah. So, all in all... Out of ten? I was disappointed. Although, I have to say, all of the songs could be Eurovision songs. Um, easily. The, oh, yeah, and that was... Yeah, um... And do you know who sings for, um, I can't think of her name, Michelle Adam, Michelle, is that her Rachel, name? Rachel, Rachel McAdams. Thank you. Rachel um, the person that <coughs> sings, because she doesn't sing in the film, um, except for one bit of the opening of the main Eurovision song, is someone that entered for Iceland um, in the junior Eurovision song contest ages ago. Oh, and it's go. now all grown up. And oh, Demi well Lovato's done. in it as well, randomly. Uh, I, I, yes, I saw that at the end. I saw her name come up. I yeah. didn't. Didn't see her. She, but yeah. then I don't know what Demi Lovato looks like. She plays the one who who they think is going to win Eurovision. Demi Lovato, Miley Cyrus, Ariana Grande. <laughs> put them in a lineup. I wouldn't be able to pick one from the other. Well, that's because you're weird. Um, she's the ghost. No, it's because I'm old. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, she's the ghost. What, with the one arm? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Good. Okay. Anyway, that is... <laughs> Out of ten. Five. Ooh, Toby? Yeah, yeah. Five and a half, six. Five. I I would go six. Yeah, it's not a film that I would watch again, but I I kind of no. enjoyed it. Like you kind of enjoy Eurovision when you're watching it. Yeah. Okay. Yes, you do. Yeah. And you don't pretend it's good. You just enjoy it. Yeah, you just enjoy bad. it because it's you laugh at it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that is the Eurovision Song Contest: A Story of Fire Saga. It's available to rent now on Netflix. Rent? Not rent. No, it's available to stream now on Netflix. Sorry, very old-fashioned. Yeah. Uh, Toby, what else have you been watching? Uh, well, the only other thing I've seen this week is 
a film that came out, oof, I don't know when it actually came out, but it came out years ago and I hadn't seen it for a while, so I thought I'd, I'd watch it, which is uh, Friends of Benefits. So this stars Justin, Justin Timberlake and, um, oh, what's her name? You're on a Justin Timberlake role, aren't you? Uh, do, do you know what? It's funny. I didn't even think about that. I didn't even I forgot he was in that other film that I saw. Yeah. Um, uh, what is her name? What is her name? She's married to Ashton Kutcher. What's her name? Don't know. She's <laughs> the voice of Megan Family Guy. Oh, uh, yes. What's yeah. That? What's that? Yeah. What's her name? I can't. I've literally I, gone blank. I can't remember either. I've gone blank. Mila Kunis. Yeah. Mila Kunis. Thank there you. we go. Thank you. Uh, she's she's the other one. And basically, right at the beginning, they both get dumped. Um, he flies over to New York to to get this job, which he does get. Um, and they decide to sleep together, but just stay friends. And obviously, never works. Doesn't doesn't go to plan. <laughs> um, but I mean. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a chick flick, but it also kind of I think what I like about it, it actually makes fun of chick flicks. Like they watch a chick flick and they like, oh, there has to be a cheesy song, and oh, it's all about like love. And so they they kind of make fun of the film itself. And I think um, Woody Harrelson's character in it is is great as well. Um, but yeah, it's just overall, it's just a there's a few laughs in it. It's f- fun to watch, and uh, yeah, it's just a great film to just put on. Do you know I haven't actually seen it? Watch what? it. Watch it. I know. I can't watch, watch everything. It. Where can Where can I see it? Uh, this is on Netflix. It's, it's on a, Netflix. It's a great okay. film. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, also, I, I, um, yeah, it's a great film. I think um, it's very funny. Um, as you, Toby said, it. You know, it doesn't. You know, there's not. It doesn't take itself seriously. In like, you know, it mentions other rom coms and stuff like that. So yeah, it's <clears> a great film. Okay. Good. Right. Uh, what else have you been watching? Luke? Well, before that. Just to yeah. just to prove my point that I'm always right, uh, in the 1959 uh, Eurovision Song Contest, France 1959. Yeah, we're going back to Netherlands won, and it went to London. But I also wonder if they did it in the UK as the host because the UK's hosted it the most. Did you know that? Uh, no. No. Well, there you go. I didn't know that. No. Uh, what else? Have, what else have I watched? What else have I watched? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What else have you been watching? What was the other thing that I watched? Oh, good grief. This is well produced, isn't it? Let it go. Let it go, Let yes. It go. Frozen 2, which is out um, this week on Disney+. Plus. Um, I watched it So on- you are the decider between me and your other half? Yeah. Uh, I-, I thought it was, uh, and she thought it was, it was great. Great. So I, it was, I watched it on DVD, because old school. Mm. Um, old school, yeah. And it <clears throat> picks up, um, you know, a couple of years afterwards after Frozen, the original. And mm. everyone is, you know, getting on with their life. And then uh, warnings. There's a story at the beginning before the, the like, Frozen logo appears. Um, and there's a little story told by um, the parents, um, who are played by different people in this film. And um, that then goes throughout the film and the story of uh, this lost forest. And I was... Oh, it's a sigh. Um, really happy with the film and really enjoyed it. And Duncan, you're wrong. I don't believe you. I think you're just saying that. No, was I'm it not. as good as the first one? I enjoyed it more than the first one. Oh, I, I agree come with you on. that I don't think the songs are are <laughs> as good. I don't think all of them are as good. But I I loved it. Olaf is hilarious. Oh, um, I thought yes, the, I agree with that. I thought the story was really good. I did think I uh, yeah. I know I I much preferred it. 
All right, you're just saying that because your girlfriend's behind you with a she's, bread knife. I think <laughs> she's not. Um, but she no, is. I um, I, <laughs> uh, no, I agree. I think it's a, a it's a great film. I would happily watch it again. Um, I got I got a little bit teary. Not going to lie. Oh. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I okay. I just don't think you have a heart, Duncan. Well, uh, Luke's wrong, but there we go. For, I didn't. Do you know what? You, Amy had a go at me, but I didn't say it was a bad film. No. I just said it wasn't as good as the original. I, um, you know. And I, I will um, also say that, and I'm not just saying that, but I've had other people say this to me, that I think Panic! at the Disco's version of Into the Unknown is better than Indina Menzel. Okay, well. But it works uh, better in the con- film. Controversial things from uh, Luke Davis. That's what I'm but here for. Frozen 2 is available on uh, DVD, uh, but will be available for, on so Disney Plus from a couple of days They keep yeah. changing it. It was meant to be the middle of July, and now it's this week. Okay. Now, um, just, just very quickly, Duncan, before we, before yeah. we move on. Have you finished yeah. Normal People? Yes, I have. Oh, perfect. Okay. What did anyway, you think? moving on. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, I thought it very well made, very well acted. It was very good. I didn't, I didn't think it was the masterpiece that everybody thought it was. They annoyed me slightly. I wanted to give them a slap. Um, the ending, don't want to spoil the ending, but yeah, what happens yeah, at the ending yeah, um, yeah. is made into this mm. huge deal. And I just thought, it's not that big a deal. You know, people mm. have long-distance relationships. And the thing that, took, that surprised me was their attitude to most things. Mm. It always shocked me when a laptop turned up or a mobile phone because I thought it was set in the 70s. Oh, you've because got to think about this, haven't you? Prudish <laughs> attitude. I just thought, oh, my God, no, this is this is actually modern. And I thought it was odd. And I also thought, I don't want to sound like a prude, but once you've seen them have sex two or three times, mm. you didn't really need to graphically <laughs> see them do it again. No. You no. kind of knew what they were going to do. So, no. Do you want just films and TV programmes to just have an intro crawl where it goes... This place is set in the 1970s. No, 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 no. What I'm sa- no, no, no. I'm not saying. I'm not saying the sets didn't look. Mm. It was nothing to do with the look of the sets okay. or the costumes or anything. It was their attitude, right? Okay. To relationships and to to life, it felt like they were growing up in the 1970s. Okay. So every time they got a mobile phone out, I was like, "Oh no, it's set now." And that's why I didn't understand the the end. Right. Right. Made into this huge thing, which in the 1970s would have been a massive thing. Yeah. Mm, because you wouldn't be able to see each other, you know. But yeah. nowadays, yeah. people do that all the time. Yeah. So I just couldn't get it. Mm-hmm. And I must admit, the Fifty Shades of Grey kind of sidebar in Sweden seemed a little bit out of place as well, to me. But yeah. 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 I thought it was beautifully made and well, very well acted. Frozen yeah. 2, out on Friday, on Disney+. Plus. Excellent stuff. Okay. But yeah. Anyway, what do you think of Milman People, Toby? You liked it, didn't you? Oh, I, did, yeah. I did. I just. I think the cinematography and the acting was just incredible, and I think some of the scenes were so tense. I mean, they. No, I don't. I think they're oh, terrible. I uh, no. I just thought, especially there's a scene where they're in Italy, and it's just it, the tension was just so horrible. Like it was just. Oh, it was just yeah. horrible no, to it watch was very in good. a way. But but no, I, yeah, I loved it. But uh, I am enjoying. Uh, I may destroy you slightly more. Okay. Um, I've, I've heard about this. Yeah. That's another thing about Frozen 2, actually. I thought it looked... Oh, we've moved on. Let <laughs> it go. But to- hey. Um, Toby reminded me of something. I thought it looked beautiful. I thought the CGI, at some point, I thought, 
Oh, is this actually real people? <gasps> was it um, Toby's hair reminds you of the prince? Yes, that's what it was. Blonde locks. Yeah, that was what it was. Yeah, that that's what what it was. was no, it? Yeah. I just thought that, I thought that it's CGI computer like animated stuff is getting so realistic. It's ridiculous. <laughs> computer CGI yeah. animated. Three years of film and TV, ladies and gentlemen. Shush. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, I thought it just looked really, really good. Really, really okay. pretty. Good. All right. Uh, We'll have some more what we've been watching uh, in a few minutes' time, and we'll talk to Colin. This is Wickham Sound. Welcome back to Monday Movies here on Wickham Sound 106.6 FM. It is coming up to quarter to eight, and we've been joined by Colin Besley. Yeah. Very good evening. Thank you very much. Good evening, sir. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you very much for asking. He's Uh, not well. He's very well. Yeah, very well. All right. That is good, well, isn't it? Yeah. He's been very picky today, is Luke. <laughs> very I think I insulted drive time again. I mean, yeah. you'd think, oh, no. you would think he'd be used to it. But I'm just no. getting you ready to go back to work. That's oh, what I'm here for. Oh, don't mention there that. There we go. Thanks very much. Anyway, Colin, what is coming up on Chatsworth this evening? Well, very much looking forward to hearing from uh, Dan Simpson, who hosts, uh, you may know, actually, Duncan, he hosts uh, a video series for Wicked Wanderers called Bean with the Shot. Oh, yeah. I've I've constantly got that on my podcast thing. I love this This as a running joke. This is a this is ahead of the uh, upcoming League Two playoff semi final. Um, Duncan, perhaps for people that oh. don't know, perhaps you, you could explain the uh, the playoff system. Colin, did we uh, write a script system, about well, this? Um, it's you know they, they, two teams have to play, and the winner goes through, and they they play off. But what, what do I mean? you think about Wickham's chances, though? I think Wickham have got very good. I mean, they've got as good a chance as anybody else. Let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, all things being equal, it's a game of two halves in the end. It really is, and yeah, literally, it's a game of two mm. halves. So yeah, I think we'll do well. Good. If you if you get a chance, I'd thoroughly recommend it on the Wickham Sound YouTube channel. Uh, I've already Duncan subscribed Luke, to uh, <laughs> commentary and punditry, respectively. That was, was hockey, wasn't hockey. it? You were doing that. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was very funny. <laughs> there was there were some bits of that that we had to edit out, uh, but it was very very funny. <laughs> I thoroughly recommend watching that. Yeah. Yeah. No, the the League Two playoff final. So uh, basically, yeah, as Duncan uh, amiably explained, there, the uh, there are four, four <laughs> <Amiably>. teams. In... <laughs> Not ably, amiably. Amiably. Yeah. Yeah. I think more, more the first. Um, yes. So uh, we're coming playing Fleetwood, uh, which is uh, teams three and six, and then four and five play each other, and then the winners play each other in the final with a chance of getting promotion to the second tier of English football. Very exciting. Yeah, very, so very good. We chatted to Dan, but you regret asking me now, don't you? Uh, we chatted to much of your program. Uh, we'll be. <laughs> <laughs> we chatted to Dan Simpson after eight. Don't miss it. Hey, um, Colin. Yes. Hey, Luke. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> very, very American. Um, <laughs> hey, hey. Um, hey. Your your football team that you support. Um, oh no. Could be in a couple of seasons playing Wickham Wanderers. In a couple of seasons, the way things are going, could be next season. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. uh, an Aston Villa uh, fan who um, you may have heard of the Premier League, Duncan. They uh, if, actually, Duncan, I could tell Duncan they're, they're the top of the Premier League currently. Uh, he Aston would Villa. believe you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, they're, they're in the bottom three, so at risk of relegation. So if we can get promoted from League One and Villa go down, yes, I could be. But a, you're the only seeing... person that would be happy about Aston Villa going down because you can see them locally. <laughs> yes, at a knockdown price. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> I'd be torn as to who I'd support because it'd, be, it'd be tricky. Yeah, I'm losing well, the world seen... to live. I'll be <laughs> Don't I mean, this is. I mean, this is fascinating. Yeah. I mean, Tom Hanks won't be happy, will he, if Aston Villa go down? No, no, he's, he's a big fan. Yeah, big fan. And Prince yeah. William's a Villa fan as well. Oh, you got all the big, big stars. 
Tom Hanks actually. I've heard a fantastic clip of um, where he was talking about how he chose his uh, his his team to follow, and he he, he said it was down to Villa because he likes the name Queen. He called them Queen Park Rangers <laughs> instead of Queens Park Rangers. And um, another one really, which, which we really liked was Nottingham Forest. Nice. <laughs> so hey, he's, we, we, who aren't in the Premier League, but he, he likes the, the Brian Clough. Good... Is he still the manager of Nottingham Forest? No, has he moved on? He, he's moved on from this life, unfortunately. Oh, okay. That's a shame. Uh, okay, Colin. Swiftly on. Thank you very much. Colin will be here with Chatsworth uh, after you. the news at 8 o'clock. Thank you. You've been a great crowd. It's with like cricket applause. It's like yeah, it is cricket, cricket applause. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not get back on cricket again. So explain the rules of cricket. <laughs> Don't you do some catching? Can I just point out, you may not have heard in drive time, Colin, uh, we were talking about sports theme tunes. You know, ah, no, I did make Iconic. And we were talking about the cricket theme tune. Oh, yes. Uh, which is, of course, as you'll know, by Booker T and the MGs. Of course. And uh, Luke told me that he used to be quite good at cricket. Yeah. He used to play cricket. Yeah. So I said to him, what position? And do you know what he said? <laughs> I, was a, I was a very good catcher. That's and I, right. I don't, I don't think that's a position in cricket, Wicked I'll be keeper. honest with you. No, he doesn't even mean a wicketkeeper. No, he just meant no. he could catch the ball. Catch a ball, yeah. Oh, give but only if the ball came straight to him and not if he had to run for it because yeah. he can't run. No. So, yeah. Are you sure you weren't thinking of rounders, Luke? No, I was terrible at rounders. Could never hit the ball. Oh. No, but you're a good catcher. Oh, well, yeah, I was good at catching rounders. Anyway, this is fascinating. Thank you, Colin. <laughs> Thank Go you. away. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Colin here after the news at Bye, eight Colin. o'clock. Uh, let's have some more uh, what we've been watching, what shall we? What we've been watching! Uh, very quickly, I'll just plough through three documentaries that I watched on Netflix Ooh. this week. Um, first one is Disclosure, which is a documentary about trans representation in the media uh, over the last um, century. Very interesting, very interesting um, talking heads they have in it. It's quite strange that trans people have been in cinema since the birth of a nation in 1900-something. But it's mostly they were shown as derisory figures or the the villains or something like that. So it's two hours. It's very interesting. Uh, It's a bit soapboxy. And if you ever look about trans stuff on Twitter, it does get a bit soapboxy on there as well. But it's still very interesting, especially the history of the characters in films is is very and, interesting, and very topical for the for the moment. As and you said, very topical about for Twitter, now. Yeah. Yes. Uh, also on Netflix, Athlete A. This is a documentary about sexual sexual misconduct in the American athletics team right so the, the female gymnasts uh, apparently were being abused by their head um doctor for something like two decades right and they he was reported to the heads of the american gymnastic association who were told not to report it to the police so he got away with this for 20 years before it was eventually reported to the police. And the first girl who reported it, who she was, she was known as Athlete A because she was the first one that was reporting him. Uh, it's not an easy watch because there no. again, it's like the other document, the Jeffrey Epstein one, and uh, I forget what the other one was we watched the other week. <clears throat> There's lots of descriptions of what he was doing to these yeah. girls and how he got away with it. But it's um, it's a damning indictment of um, the Gymnastic Association in America and the American Olympic Committee, yeah. who are all 
all knew about it. Kind of. So yeah, yeah, it's not a very easy watch, but uh, it's a a one-off film. Uh, It's on Netflix now. And from the sublime to the ridiculous, uh, also on Netflix, Dolly Parton, Here I Am, (laughs) a documentary tracing the life and career of Dolly Parton as seen through 10 of her most famous songs. Um, I mean... If you like Dolly Parton, you're going to absolutely love it. Yeah. If you don't, if you if you're not keen on her one way or the other, which I'm not particularly, it's it's still really interesting, and she comes across a nice person. It's interesting they interview um, Jane Fonda, who was obviously starred with her in Nine to Five, and is one of her longest, oldest friends. Yeah. And she says Dolly Parton is the consummate professional. She says I've never seen her drink, I've never seen her do drugs, I've never seen her smoke, and she said also in all the years I've known her. And she said, and she, I, she said, she stayed around her house before. She goes, I have never seen her not in full makeup and with a wig. Right. She goes, I've never seen her without her wig on once. So yeah, it, it's fascinating. You know, she's getting on a bit, and there's, it's nice when they talk. One of the songs is obviously um, "I Will Always Love You." Yeah, which was made even more famous by Whitney Houston. And she's mm. asked if people say it's. Um, Whitney Houston's record does that annoy her and she says no of course it doesn't she goes that is Whitney Houston's record she goes it's my song yeah but it's that's Whitney Houston's record and she goes and I don't mm-hmm. matter and she said I don't mind I, she, she made gets the me money rich. for it yeah exactly yeah <laughs> so yeah because she became incredibly rich from that so um, yeah yeah go for it I, just, I didn't think you'd finish but carry on you said um yeah I, I was gonna yes I was gonna carry on to something else but I don't know if you'd finish or not I finished. Yeah, okay. those three documentaries are all on Netflix. And you finished um, the Imagineering uh, documentary I on Disney Plus. Finished the Imagineering story on Disney Plus, which is very interesting. Yeah. Have you finished that as well? Yeah, I'd finished that as well. It's um, yes. yeah, as you said, it's very interesting. Again, you know, it's from a, a Disney perspective, so they sort of it's very, very corporate. They very quickly move on from some of the issues. Um, yeah, but yeah, I thought I, I, you know, I find things like that really interesting. Like you know the behind the scenes and especially I mean we mentioned this last week like they've got footage like when the first one was being built like they knew oh, yeah. that this documentary you know was going to happen at some point um, and mm. yeah it's, no, it's what, what, thoroughly interesting the attention to detail that goes into the rides oh, is just ridiculous mind boggling and again uh, you know yeah. and how they how the other parks as well there's I think two in Japan one in France um, and how the differences are between those and the differences they had to make um, and the fact is, I don't think this it works. The front, but the two Japanese ones aren't owned by Disney. Well, they've got a share. They've got a share they? in it. Only yeah, a small share. Small share. Like the Chinese one. I didn't even know the one in China had opened. No. So the I wa- had no clue. I knew there was the the big Disney one. But I didn't know there was a water version of it. But that looks really interesting. The water one looks cool. No, that's in Japan. That's in yes, by bus. I mean, I thought I thought the Japanese one. No, I didn't yeah. know there was one actually in China. Oh right, I yeah. I didn't know they'd opened one yeah. in China. So, but yeah, they have. You're right, Toby. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just listening. Sorry, I feel like we hadn't spoken to you for so long. Is there anything else you've watched, Toby? Before we get on to the know, last, I'll be really bad this week. I've only seen those two things. I think. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm that's really not being really bad. Week. That's being normal, Toby. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. We've just been binging uh, stuff. And I just say, I've started watching Perry Mason on Sky Atlantic. So this is a reboot of an old series. So back in the 80s, 70s and 80s, Raymond Burr starred in about 300 episodes wow, okay. of Perry Mason. And Perry Mason is a defence attorney. And back in the old days, it was one case per episode, like, like TV used to be. Mm. <clears throat> this takes it back to before he was a defence attorney. He's a got a sort of sleazy kind of private eye in 
30s, I think it is, Los Angeles. Uh, it's really dark. It's very violent. I wasn't really particularly looking forward to it, but I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I think it's really good. And it's not individual stories, one per episode. It's an overarching kidnap story that runs for the whole series. Okay. And I've watched the first two, which are available on Now TV, and it really is very good. And it actually got HBO's biggest um, opening episode viewing figures, beating Watchmen. Wow, okay. When it, wow. when it premiered last week. So, yeah, it's well worth watching. Is, Perry. is, Rob, is Robert Downey Jr. in it? No. Mm, okay. What, what, he, just, what? he just shared it and said... You know, you've got to watch this. Like, oh, maybe he just liked it. Maybe he's he really liked it. Yeah. Maybe he just yeah. liked yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing I watched very quickly last night because we couldn't find anything else because we've noticed the Sky Planner is getting depleted because basically nothing's being made. <laughs> it's just so repeats new now. Release, there's just repeats. Uh, watched Ocean's 8, oh, okay. which I watched at the cinema a couple of years ago and thought it was, yeah, it was all right. It's a lot better on the small screen, I thought. Very, very enjoyable. Liked it a lot. Yeah, liked it a lot more than I did when I saw it at the cinema. Nice. There you go. Cool. Nice. 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 That's fantastic. Um, we're not going to have time to go through the releases and what the, the, the t- shift, so we'll do it in the podcast. Yeah, this I've is how got we something get to mention in the podcast as well. Excellent. We will say, though, that there are new digital releases out today and new physical releases. Military Wives finally gets a digital Still in release. Still the summer. The film of the summer, the, summer. Uh, the hunt, the controversial film that uh, Donald Trump tweeted about and got banned for yeah. a few weeks, is out on digital. And the Invisible Man is now out to buy Where on is that? digital. It was sorry. Where is it? It's invisible. How are you going to find it? Oh, God, <laughs> no. Okay. And you wonder why people don't listen to her drive time. It's so because what, of humans it like that. <laughs> and on physical release, so on DVD, you can now buy Greed with Steve Coogan playing uh, a retail magnet rather like philip green like a boss um is out the invisible man is also out on physical and mad max fury road gets a special edition Ooh. with lots of shiny nice. extras and frozen 2 is out on friday and frozen 2 is out on sky plus not sky plus what's it called disney plus is out on disney plus on yeah on friday and oh, I think they've, exciting they've put a load of behind the scenes stuff up um actually i think that's out now weirdly now now you can go and watch behind the scenes before you watch the film crazy oh. um i'm guessing they've, they're expecting people that have already watched it probably yeah, yeah. uh very quickly uh, there's a take that movie coming based on their state their hugely successful stage show i don't think it was hugely successful Anyone interested in a take no. that movie? Because it's not about take that. I'm not. Yes, it is. No, well, it's kind of about the stage show wasn't. No, which stage show are you talking about? The band that they did. No, this no, is no. a different one. It's the original stage show. Didn't even know they was had about one. the formation. Yes, it was about the formation. I saw it when I was at Blockbuster. Went to a preview screening, so that must be 15 years ago. Right. And it was about a group of boys forming a band who become take that. Uh, yeah, it wasn't great. It's just another jukebox musical, but yeah. yeah with take, but are they going to do up to date songs in it though? In the, well, we in take the that songs. Yeah, but obviously, when it was out fifteen years ago, they were they didn't have the up to date music. Didn't hear any of that. Like, it wasn't really interesting. <laughs> Good. Okay. <laughs> And we mentioned Disney Plus. Uh, just so you know, if you're subscribed to any Disney channels on Virgin Media or on Sky, uh, they will be leaving all platforms at the end of September and being exclusive to Disney Plus. It's not something 
because of Disney Plus, apparently is because nobody could come to an agreement with Disney to keep them on their platforms, and which basically means they wouldn't pay enough money. Do you know what? Not surprised. I'm I'm not surprised. Well, no, I, I, no. I think I said that before, when they announced Disney Plus. Well, I said I think Disney Channel will be going. So Disney Channel, Disney XD, all of that will be going. And it gives them more content, yes. which they don't mm, really yeah. have at the minute. Um, but it's not that they don't want anybody else to have them. It's, they, it's that Disney they can't went, come to an agree- agreement. Yeah, Do you think we'll see money. less Disney films on like like ter- terrestrial TV and Sky? I don't uh, No, I think they'll still go to Sky. Yeah, but maybe not on the I BBC think. or ITV. I don't know. I don't know. I'll I, look into that Please for you. do. Or they'll just I be will. more expensive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, and one other piece of news um, that probably nobody wanted, Pirates of the Caribbean is going to be rebooted uh, with Margot Robbie in the lead role and producing. So I mean, no, Johnny, no Johnny Depp. It's going to be a female-led Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, you know, I think if it takes it back to its original, you know, the first one, the first couple. The first was, one was very good. It was excellent. Let's, let's be honest. It um, was very, very good indeed. So, you know, when mm. you look, I think, you know, they've got plenty of stories to go on it. I think, yeah, why not? Yeah. You'll probably do well. Yeah. Margot Robbie's great. Why not? Yeah. She is very good. Yeah, she is very good. Um, that's it for this week. Aww. Aww. Thank you. Uh, there'll be more in the podcast, which will be available probably sometime <laughs> next year. Next century. Yeah. Yeah, because last week still isn't out. But there will be a podcast oh, at some point. Uh, Luke and Toby, thank you very much. Thanks, Duncan. Thank you. Uh, we're back next week at the same time, seven till eight. Not sure what we'll be discussing because not sure what's out, but I'm sure whatever it is, it'll be very, very interesting. Trust us. And that oh, was a show. Oh, wow. Well, that was a show, wasn't it? Whoa. I mean, we clawed our way through just it. Just about got through that, yeah. Mm. Yes, just about. Anyway, good. Well done, everybody. Well done, us. Well done. Well done. Okay. Now then. What's this photo that I'm supposed to be showing you? So you, no, you're not showing anybody, but you, oh. um, you saw a photo earlier, and you had some questions. Oh yes, I for did. Duncan, for Duncan, not for Duncan, uh, for, for Toby Stubbs, Mr. Stubbs, Mr. Stubbs. Mm. Um, I'd go. like to know Here somebody's name. Yeah. Who? Uh, for anyone? Oh, that's Tilly and Theo. There we my, go. They're, they're my dogs. They're your dogs. So they're boxer dogs. Are they boxers? They're, yeah, they they passed away. They, they passed away a few years ago. But oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Yeah, no, it's, no, it's fine. <laughs> no, I've no, just got right. the phones ringing. See, that's oh dear that's, God. That's social media for me. But, yeah. Um, but what I'm just trying to say is it's all fake, you know. Um, but no, yeah, no, we had dogs years ago, and I I don't know why. Just during lockdown and stuff, I was just like, I really wish they were still around. You know? oh, oh, so, oh dear! So yeah, I, no, I bought up. Yeah. I'm, I'm so sorry to bring up bad memories. Awkwardly that was take it off the stream. Well, were they at least? I'm putting bad memories on it. So. Well, oh, it's at least, your own fault. Were, were they old at least? Yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah, they were old. I think they were about. She was nine, and he was eleven. Sounds like an Avril Lavigne oh. song. <laughs> okay, <laughs> lovely. So, nice. What were their names? <laughs> Tilly and Thea, Tallulah and Theobald. Oh. What? <laughs> Hello, Tallulah and Theobald. Well, you know, it is the Stubbs. I didn't name them. It is the Stubbs household, wow. Duncan. You know, I, posh <laughs> names for I dogs. Ne- I'm glad I never had to take them for a walk and shout their names across Tallulah. the commons. No, no, Tallulah, Theobald, do Tilly, come back. Tilly and Theo. 
Tilly and Theo. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Lovely. Okay. Well, sorry for bringing that up. <laughs> um, yeah. Shall we talk about releases? Oh, yes, please. Because yeah. cinemas are reopening, as we talked about in the main show, um, on July the 10th. Yes. And the whole plan was um, Tenet was going to arrive on July the 17th. And Christopher Nolan refused to move it. That was the date. That was the release date. And that was where it was sticking. Yeah. Last week, he moved it to the 31st of July. And that was the release date. And that's where it's sticking. So, of course, it's been moved again. Yeah. Oh. Oh, dear. Is old dear because it's been moved or old dear because I've disappeared? No, you're there. But Toby's turned into a slideshow. I don't know if it's mine or not. Yeah, it's I think, you, I because you look very funny. All my now. equipment seems to be working. You've turned into a Muppet because you're not moving. That's very funny. I might take a picture of it. Uh, I'll take a picture of your frozen screen. That is hilarious. What the hell is happening? There we go. That's now, what is going on here? I don't Hello? know, Toby. Hello, anyway. can you hear us? Oh, yeah, we back. can hear you, Toby. He's back. He's moving. Oh, he's, I think he's, he's disconnecting on. Toby. Hello. Hi. Was Duncan gone or was that me? That was no, you, just you. Massively oh, you. you back, so, Duncan, you were talking there and you went, eh, eh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, and was, you that, just. I sorry. was all good. Uh, that was you. Sorry. No. No, my, my thing dropped out, so sorry. Anyway. Carry on. <laughs> oh, can, where, what? Anyway, so, yes. Uh, move, tenant's moving, Duncan. Tenant, tenant is moving. Yes, it has been moved again. It is now. It was moved from the seventeenth of July to the thirty-first of July. Uh, it has now been moved to the twelfth of August. Uh, but so I, I a bet, whole four weeks sorry. after cinemas are opening. I bet well, cinema probably... managers saw that and went, ah, bum. Mm. And as if they're just sort of you know, tit for tat kind of thing. Mulan has decided to move as well. That has moved to the 21st of August. That so was going to be 21st of July. Duncan, a question for you. Yes. Um, what can I watch in the cinemas? Uh, what you'll be able to watch in the cinemas, there is a film, I can't remember its name, starring Russell Crowe, which apparently is going to be released in Gladiator? July. But No, no. A new film with <laughs> oh, Russell okay. Crowe that will be released in July. Can't remember what it's called, but it's not a huge film. So there will be no big films. All that you can watch at the moment is um, a selection of library titles that the films have been, uh, cinemas have been given. So stuff like Star Wars, um, E.T., Back to the Future. 4K um, Star Wars. 4K Star Wars. If you have a 4K screen. Are they... Are they standard pricing or are they, like, discounted because... I think it's standard pricing. No. I know, disgraceful. Well, it makes sense. They've not. But that is. Agreement. But my point is, if you're if you're going to a cinema and it's going to be quite busy and you're going to risk your health, are you going to risk your health to go and watch a film that you could quite happily watch in your own lounge? No. And the answer is no. So why don't they just why don't they just say we're going to close again? I don't know. They're going to I mean, say it could happen. It could they, happen. I don't think if they if they open. And not, you know, I mean, you're you are the, the the film guru, and you go to the cinema when lock before lockdown. How many times a week were you going to the cinema? Two or three. Probably. Right. Okay. Yes. And you're not going to go to see these films. Not films that I've seen before no. and can watch for free so on Netflix. Are they no. going to make a profit of 
No, I don't think they are, but I think they've been given the films for free. Right, okay. And well, then I they honestly, still want to pay for rent and electric and, you know. But they're paying that anyway. Well, yeah, yeah because but Because they've only got a rent holiday for so long. Yeah. So, and I think, like we said in the main show, they're using this as a trial to see if it works and they can get people in and out yeah, safely. Yeah, I, I guess it's kind of like a test run. Yeah. 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 I see what, uh, yeah, so. I just, you know, I think it might, it's, it's going to be safe for everybody. And I can see why they're doing a test run, but, you know, maybe do a test run and not open. I don't know. I, it but just again, like, silly. Again, like I said, they were planning, Tenet should have been yeah, released. Exactly. So this date was set and then the staff would have been told they're off of furlough. And yeah. once you've taken staff off of furlough, can't you them. can't re-furlough. No. So no. they had to open, yeah. really. Mm. It's a shame. And again, you know, I know the government are saying don't wear masks, but do wear them. They're not saying don't. Well, they're it's, saying ver- it's, it's not just very odd that they're telling, not encouraging yeah. you to wear a mask. And mm. I, I, I mean, I hate to be cynical because that's just not my style. But you kind of think, is it? are the cinemas not encouraging the use of masks because they think if food the customers drink. are wearing masks, they're not going to buy food and drink? But, then, you know, they still are at like, places like what well, I mentioned in the main show about, you know, Universal and um, Sea Life, but they're outside. I know, but they're st- they're, they're you're required to wear a mask. Yes. You have to wear a mask. Yes. Um, whereas you're in an enclosed space, and you're it's, it's up to you, basically. Mm. You know your your yes. common sense, and look how well yes. that's gone. Yes, poo in a takeaway box on the beach. Exactly. There was no common sense in this country. No, no. it's populated by yeah. idiots. Yes, that actually happened. Yeah, that actually on Bournemouth happened. Beach, they, the police said when they were cleaning up the beach, they found takeaway boxes with feces in. Yeah. Come on. So, I mean, you know, yeah. I, whoever's I mean, done that cannot be relied on to socially distance no. and use common sense. And then you can see why you Although don't. I suppose you could say they were using common sense. At least they didn't just leave a feces on the beach. Well, kind of. They put it in a takeaway yeah. box. But then Surely you, everyone yeah. would have seen it. Well, we were asking that. May I have half thing? Well, where Melting. did they go to do it? Oh, yeah. Did they did they sit on the beach and do it, or did they go into the bushes? I don't know. On the beach. Well, yeah. <laughs> what bushes? Well, no, because you, they what? were they, no. Okay, so they were on the beach having a picnic. <laughs> and then, Hang on. and there's the bushes on the beach, and I thought I'll go by the <laughs> the, the, the sand what? sand bushes. It's the sand. There's bush. bushes at the back. Of, no. <laughs> <laughs> Have you never been to a beach? Yeah, it doesn't have bushes on it. I don't remember it. bushes being... Not on the beach, but at the, at the back, before you go onto the beach. <laughs> at the back. Oh, my God. You're just being willfully obstreperous. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna... Uh, uh, Talk about yourselves. I don't care anymore. <laughs> wait, hang on. Wait, hang on. We can just... Hang on. Hang on a second. Let's so have guys, a... Just, yeah. just, just remember... If you're going to a beach, there will be bushes. Let's just go back, to a live feed of a beach. And the, the sea will be at the front. Anyone yeah, anyone? that is not a British beach. <laughs> and look at all the bushes in the background. <laughs> That's an island. It's an island. It's not on a beach. I will leave you with this. <laughs> right, okay. There, there's, there's a British beach. Your backgrounds are not allowing us to... I, I can't really see. Yeah, okay. Turn your back... Oh. Hang on. Hang on. God. No, I do, I do get what you mean, but it's just funny how you just... We were just of course you do, you're being your... See? Look at all those bushes and plants at the back of the beach. <laughs> I mean, okay. I mean, where, where is that? Somewhere in England. Uh, it's apparently, that's one of the best beaches in the UK. Oh. Nice. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. I don't know where it is, it doesn't say. Yeah, fair enough. So, yeah, bushes at the back yeah. of a beach. <laughs> 
I mean, I wouldn't say they're on the beach, though. It, I didn't say they were on the beach. No, I, I, I said, did they go? I said, did they sit on the beach and do it in the takeaway, or did they go and walk to some bushes? <laughs> I love I mean, that. They still, this, this is they brilliant. still did it in the takeaway box. Yeah, that's the, that's don't the, do that. The, don't do that. And you can see why places you know that haven't had the tourists you, because you can, you can cut all this. In. No, that's staying. Um, no. You can see why you know places like Cornwall and Devon who haven't got many people on the beaches at the minute. Um, but are worried now because you can book a holiday, you know, go camping somewhere. Um, you know, they're worried about what's going to happen to their beaches. Be, well, be respectful. I don't the think they are because the people who go to Devon and Cornwall, that's a long way. Bournemouth, Brighton, that's a short hop for people in London. Yeah. And that's why. That's where people go. They don't, you know, it's, it's a, you, you don't go to Devon for the day. No, mm. but, you know, if people are, well, yeah, just be respectful of your beaches. And your bushes. And your bushes as well. <laughs> Glad I made you laugh. That's what I'm here for. You did. It was very, very funny. It was funny. Yeah. Any, oh, o- any other bushes? Very, very funny. <laughs> <laughs> funny. Thank you. Have you got any other bush news or beach news you want to bring you up? You could just write off and then you have to put a bleep in there, aren't you? And I'm just doing that to give you work to do. Uh, you know? It's fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, finally, there's some new films coming to Netflix in July. That's it. That's it. Bring them. Bring, bring good it. ones as well good. because i don't believe luke you haven't seen the new mission impossible have you i've not seen any mission impossible so you know oh, yeah. i still can't yeah. i still can't get my head around. anyway no. the last mission impossible the best mission Which, impossible where's that? is fallout no where fallout. is it where is it it's on netflix no. <laughs> where is it based thank you toby all over the place uh, yeah, uh, france yeah. england is that the one where the plane rolls down the road in the trailer Plane is rolls like a helicopter? down the road. He, he, he grabs onto the side yeah. of the plane. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Thank you. No, me. that's not in this one. Oh. Is it not? Is no. it, don't they have oh. a, like a helicopter crash or something? Yes. Right, lovely. But there's no roads. Oh, I thought it went down a road. No. No. There's no roads. Okay. I'm glad we Why don't you just watch it? Why don't you just watch one? Uh, I'm, I'm going to watch this one. Okay. Crying out loud. I've seen it twice, I think. Anyway, okay, so yeah, Mission Impossible Fallout comes to Netflix next month, as does The Truman Show, Black Klansman, Jurassic Park 1 sorry, to 3. Sorry, sorry, Truman Show, is that Jim Carrey? Yes, I yes, want to see that. I've been, I've been wanting to see that film for years. Yeah, so unbelievable, that. unbelievable that neither of you have seen and it, but I, why am I surprised? Is, is that New Jurassic Park? No, it's Jurassic Park 1 to 3. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, Behind the Candelabra, Michael Douglas and Matt Damon, the story of Liberace, which is very good, very funny. Um, Gladiator, Amelie, awesome. About a Boy, Schindler's List. Amelie is which, weird. Amelie is brilliant. Yeah, brilliant, but weird. That, that's, um, oh, what is his name? Is, is that Steve Carell and, and... No, it's Hugh Grant. Okay. <laughs> I'm thinking of Beautiful Boy, that's why. Okay. Um, Schindler's List. You've both seen Schindler's List? Yes. Years, years ago, yeah. yeah. Good. Hot Fuzz is on there. Mum Mia. Amazing film. The first one will be on oh, there. Oh, we'll come to that in a minute. And Field of Dreams. Nice. Some good, great films. Great films. Some great yeah. films. I've lost the will to live. Uh, I don't care if there's no films on there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I have watched three things other things oh what a shame we're right out of time never mind uh, <laughs> thank you very much for listening no we're not um i, I we're out of tape <laughs> <laughs> this 
yes, I'm recording this on tape. Um, I yes. have watched uh, Here We Go Again, Mamma Mia. Oh, we don't need to go into that again, Who do we? Is brilliant. <laughs> I'll just leave it just at that. Just because you're in love with an old woman. She's great. And I still laughed. I still we laughed. Know. I cried at Angel Eyes because it's hilariously funny. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, Milf. New TV series <laughs> uh, that I've been watching that isn't new, but it's new to me, which is New Girl. Never heard of it. It's really good, really funny. Uh, features someone probably that doesn't know. Zoe Deschanel. Deschanel. Of course, I know who she is. She's in one of she's in one of my favourite films. Oh, what's that? Five Hundred Days of Summer. Ah, okay. But yes, she's in this as well. It's really good. You should watch it. It's on Netflix. I've seen a few episodes. Oh. It's pretty good. Yeah, and uh, obviously it was meant to be Glastonbury. You've not told me anything that is about. Oh, it's about a group. I have no idea what it's about. It's about a group of. I forgot that we did that on this show. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, it's a group of friends that live on a in a. Uh, apartment but it's America so it's massive um, it's a loft apartment and uh, she moves in with the the three other characters that are in it uh, who are all male and uh, it's hilariously funny she's just come out of a relationship um, I'm only on series one at the minute so yes okay, it sounds hideous what else no it's really good you just reminded me Luke that yeah the other thing I've I've watched is lots of Glastonbury performances. Yeah, but... Glastonbury was meant to be this weekend. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's, it was a shame, but I knew they were going to do something and I think they've done a, a the BBC have done a, a great Glastonbury yeah. experience and, you know, showing some stuff that I, like David Bowie, for example. Yeah, I watched that last night. was on really last really night. I caught a bit of that and was really, really good. That was from 2000. Uh, I saw Adele and Coldplay, obviously. They were excellent. I forgot how good Adele was on her Glastonbury show. Uh, who else have you seen, Toby? Uh, I saw Food Fighters set. I yeah. saw Royal Blood set. I saw Foles, uh, and then I saw like a bit of Amy Winehouse. And uh, who else did I see? I saw someone else, but I thought it was amazing. I think I'm not sure, but I think they're they're on there for most a month. Of them are on there for another month. Yeah, yeah. you got 30 days great. to watch them. So, um, and there was loads of stuff. It's still going. Stuff going mm. out tonight as well. So um, mm. if you, but if you, it's everything: rock, pop, yeah. reggae, funk. Whatever. It's great. Yeah, that's really good. Duncan? Yeah, I'll put it on my list to watch. Yeah, well, you've got a month. <laughs> you've recorded David Bowie, though. That's the only one I'm going to watch. Yeah, yeah. okay. Mm. Oh, did you not watch Adele's one back? No. Oh, okay. Seen it once. Don't need to see it again. Oh, uh, you and, you're one of those people. Well, I've seen it. So, you've seen lots of films before and you watch them again? Mm, I don't watch many twice. You not? No, not very oh, many. Oh, you're... Very rarely. How weird. So... <laughs> at least I've watched them <laughs> uh, okay so what else Toby and Luke sorry there was one more thing oh, no Glastonbury was the other thing oh okay New Girl Glastonbury and uh, Mamma Mia okay excellent yeah good bye then there you go <laughs> I can't oh. just leave it like that <laughs> bye uh, that's it then yes yes that is it yeah. that's another another podcast out the way Last next week is the last Monday No Movies no, because there are no new movies till August. Oh, that's true. Fair mm. point. So we've yeah. got lots of no, lots of Monday no, no movies. No, Monday no uh, movies. I don't know what we'll be talking about next week. We'll, f- I'll, I'll find something and tell stuff. you. I would have okay. watched but some we're stuff. We're going to have to find something. Yeah, I'll you won't have watched some stuff. stuff. Oh, and Toby, you won't have watched some stuff. Let's be honest. Oh no, when when's um, Truman show out? Is that this week? Is that or just uh, this it's month? in July? I'm right. not sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think it's soon because it's on their coming soon bit on Netflix. No, yeah, because it's July. For years, I've been wanting to watch that film. So, 
and it's not been available anywhere for years. Well, well I don't know. I'm just, whoa, it's one of those things. It's one of those whoa, things. Whoa. <laughs> it's one of those things where uh, you know you say you, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna do it, and then you don't. But now I have no excuses. So you have absolutely no excuses. No. Absolutely, uh, it is available for, on Netflix from on this first. Wednesday. So I would have seen that by Boom. next week. Yeah, I would have seen it by next week. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Boom! It is then. Okay, well, I'll, wa- I'll watch that again, shall cool, I? Cool. Yeah. Yeah, watch that again. Yeah. Um, Mission Impossible is on oh. there from Friday. Okay, I might watch that as well if that's the best uh, one. Yeah, I've seen that, but I'm going to watch that again this week. Cool. Also, well. It is the best one, Luke. Five million times, so we can talk about that if you want. It is the best one, Luke, but if you haven't seen the others, Mm. there's stuff you're not going to get and the relationship between the characters because it's the same characters. Are they available anywhere else? I mean, I'm sure if you went up to YouTube, if you wanted to do like a one to seven, no, one to six recap. Recap. There you go. I'll just do that. Well, number four is on on there and four is on there. there. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. But they're all, I mean... I might be able to find them on Prime or something. The weak link is Mission Impossible 2. You can skip 2 because it pretty pants. Right. I can't even remember Uh, number 2. 1 is still really good. Uh, 3 is really good. 3 is directed by uh, J.J. Abrams. Oh, right. Very good. Really? Yeah. So that is really good. good. All of them. It's just number 2 that's a bit pants. I'll see what I can do. Excellent stuff. I look forward to that. It's a mission. Okay. Let's hope it's not impossible. Well, we kind of know it will be. Um, <laughs> it's not so much Mission Impossible as it will be Mission Can't Be Bothered. <laughs> nice. Mission if you choose to accept it. Yeah. 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 Mission if you can be bothered to accept, accept it, it is yeah. to watch some Mission Impossible. Okay. All right, then. Well, uh, see you next week, then. Bye. Yes. Th- right. Wow. <laughs> see you in July. Can you see I'm getting ju- hungry. Oh yeah, see you in July. See you next month. <laughs> see you next month. Halfway through the year. What have you done for this year? No, oh yeah, no, nothing. nothing. I'll see you in a month's time. <laughs> no, you won't. No, I know I won't. But people will make that joke. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. See ya. Bye.